This is another edition of Rolling Conversations. I'm D. Lou. I am Whitney J. All right. Real quick, we want to say, as always, thank you to everyone who liked the Facebook page, uh, all the feedback. Um, we thank you for your support. We thank you for liking the page, sharing the page. Uh, as always, don't forget to submit your questions to Whitney at WhitWednesdays at Gmail. Uh, also, uh, check out our Instagram page that we just put up. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at Rolling Combos. Also, the same handle at Facebook. So now that we got all the um, contact info out the way, Whitney, what is going on? Everything is everything. Oh, this is for March 7th, 2018. Mm. Dang, we're already in March. Already in March. Whew, rolling on by, huh? Indeed. Indeed. It still feel like this year hasn't really like gotten off or whatever. Yes, but yes, it's, it is. it's going by, but I'm glad everything is everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and good folks, today we're just going to roll into our recent visit to the uh, country of Wakanda. We recently uh, saw the latest uh, Marvel film, Black Panther, and off the bat, uh, hands down, one of my top um, coming movies of all time. Like, the story was really great. Uh, So before you get into it, we need to give them a disclaimer. If you have not seen it, then you might not want to listen to this podcast because this is a spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Um, Whitney, real quick, what, what did you think? I'm not a comic book type of girl. By any means, no, she's not. But I actually loved this movie. Like, um, I liked everything about it. From the beginning to the end and everything in between. Um, it kept my attention, like, the whole time. And just, there were so many messages throughout the movie um because you know we, we took Kalia with us when we went to see it so like me and her had conversations about it afterwards and she just explained to me how much she enjoyed it too so it was a really good movie like we tried to go see it again we tried to go see it for a second time but um the first time we went to see it um we thought that we were avoiding the crowd so we were like okay we're gonna give it a week and then we'll go the second week that it's out. We thought we were avoiding the crowd. And man, we got there. And that movie theater was packed. We had to sit up front. And I've never sat up front for any movie. At all? No, never. <laughs> and that was just like a killer for me. I was like, man, I'm not mm-hmm. going to enjoy this movie now. Because we all up front. It's making my eyes hurt. What is going on? Yeah, I was highly uncomfortable uh at the beginning because it like s- sitting that close to the screen it give it gave me a headache it's like, just too close like yeah, all I got my eyes. and i think the last time i've sat that close in a movie theater it's been some years ago um i think it was when superman returns mm-hmm. came out so that's around 2006 2007 mm-hmm. And even then, got there early, and I guess they sold one too many tickets for that particular, I guess, um, that time slot. That time slot. So they had to open up another theater, and then we went into the other theater. That one was full. Mm-hmm. 
So we had to end up sitting in the front for that. Uh, I want to say I sat in the front for uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre uh, that came out maybe like 2005, 2004. I think I sat in the front for that. Uh, so those are like the only two movies I've actually sat in the front Mm-mm. to go see. I never. Like, I can't. It's too close. Scream too big. Too much going on. It's too close. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we... We were like, man, we had to sit up front. So we were like, okay, the movie was good. It was really good to the point where I could watch this again. And, like, I've never been like that. Like, if I go to the movies to see a movie, like, that's either going to be the only time I see it. Or if it's good, I'm like, okay, when it comes out on TV or on On DVD, DVD, I'll watch it again. This will be something I watch again. But, no. I really felt like I had to go back to the theater to experience Black Panther again, number one, because we sat too close the first time. And number two, it was just that good to where I wanted to support and spend more money to actually watch the film again. And I I agree with you. Um, It's been a long time since I went to any movie where I left. And I'm saying to myself, I got to see that again. Mm -hmm. I got to go back. It was that good. And it's always been that same reaction, like, uh, when people ask, oh, was it good? Yeah, you know, I'll probably get it when it comes on DVD. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten, nine times out of ten, I, I would get it. But it's been a while since I've ever wanted to go back and see a movie in the theater twice. Um, and that just that just kind of just speaks volumes just about how great this film was. Like, and it, and it catches you, like, from the, I guess, the opening backstory, like, it keeps you so into it like it's almost one of those this movie could fall into that if you blink or if you get up and go to the bathroom or go get you know some popcorn, popcorn. or whatever <laughs> you go come back and you go be lost what happened what happened you know and you're gonna feel bad that you left it's almost like regardless if you think if this scene is gonna be oh this, this is like a little down scene i can run to the bathroom real quick no, no, it wasn't like that. Every scene had you had you into it. Um, to the point where this movie is actually a little over two hours. But the way this story was written out, the two hours seemed to go by really fast. Because when the movie was over, it didn't even feel like we were sitting in there for right. two hours watching watching a movie. Right. And I guess that's that's the idea of what they wanted. They didn't want people to be saying, oh man, when is this going to end? Like, you know, it was that good where I felt like, damn, that was kind of short. Mm-hmm. But it really wasn't. But, um, man, just the cast. Mm, uh, the cast. Oh, oh man, Jesus. the cast. Just, oh man, I can't even put it into words. Oh, I'm sure ah, you can. the cast. <laughs> They mm. were just amazing. Um, who do we have? We Everybody had Chad, Chadwick Bosman, Bozeman, sorry. Um, you had Michael B. Jordan, you had Lupita, you had the what's Danae Danae from, uh, is how you say it. Walking Danae Dead from plays, Walking Dead. Please me shown. Mm-hmm. You had Angela Bassett, you had Forrest Whitaker, you had all these great actors and actresses to um to be cast in this movie and it was just so powerful like for Black Panther to have like an all female army slash you know mm. bodyguards it was I was like man they are just on it like you know they I will give it to the director the um, just everybody who worked on the film 
uh, you know, those who understand, like, it was so good to have us, when I say us, I mean just blacks in general, just have us portrayed on film in such a positive way. Because if you look at the history of film, we're either portrayed as victims, thugs, drug dealers, dealers, corrupt, just negative people. And for 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 once, for us to get a movie with people like me and you in it, portrayed in a positive light, it shows. It's, it's a good to me. It's a good step of in the in the direction of where we would want to see ourselves portrayed when it comes to entertainment. Right, and what we want our children to see. Like it's a blessing right. to have a film out there that you know you can take your kids to see it um i know there were a couple of scenes where my child started crying because they were fighting and there was a swords and there was a stabbing and stuff like that so i mean yeah you can be conscious of that depending on how old your child is to know that okay this might not be a scene for them or they might this might scare them in a way but right what were you about to say? No, I saw. Um, dang, I, I don't really want to tell the scene, but it was it was a scene in the beginning where I looked at Kalia. She was covering her it eyes. It was the very beginning when he was fighting when he had when to, the first um, challenge. Mm-hmm, the first challenge, and she was like, and I was like, "Why are you crying?" She was like, "They're gonna kill each other." So it, you know, but it's it's a good experience because. You know, little black boys and black girls can see that. You know, we are destined to be kings and queens. You will one day grow up to be a king or a queen, but nothing is is technically given to you. Like, you Mm -hmm. have to fight. You know, you have to fight for the victory. You have to fight for things that you want. You have to fight to be successful in life. And so, you know, like I said in the beginning, there were so many different messages. You know, you have these women who are warriors, and they're mm-hmm. fighting for their country and they're protecting their king. And then you have this this um, young African-American girl who's into technology and who is building and, and you know, um, building different suits and cars and and weapons, you know, in order to protect her brother as Black Panther. And so it's, it's just so it's, it was. I guess it was like a, a inspiration. I guess, like, oh, you see that? You see it? You can do that. You can be that. Or, mm-hmm. you know, it was. I really enjoyed it. Like we we really enjoyed it. Yeah, and just the the storyline. It was it was a great story. Mm. It, was great, it was a great story. Um, so you have to it, give them the backstory uh, because it, a lot of people don't. Because I was I was confused um, mm-hmm. because as you know at the end there's two scenes after the credits right that people need to you you guys need to sit if you haven't seen it you have to sit and you have to watch these two scenes don't get up once the credits start rolling because a lot of people were doing that because they weren't aware that there were two extra scenes at the end. Mm-hmm. But it was one of the scenes. Well, really, both. Of, well, no, because I understood the one where they went to. Um, what was that? When T'Challa and all them went to. Well, like when he went up to the podium and they got the car. Oh, at the, the at the at, at the, the end. end. Yeah. Um, so I, I understood think, yeah. that one, but the one where they were in the hut mm, and the white man came the, out uh, and he didn't. One of his arms were missing. I'm like, who is white? White wolf. White. <laughs> Yeah, and that's 
like that's gonna be you know explained in like I've told you in Avengers Infinity War, which actually comes out, um, I think maybe like six weeks, like six weeks from now. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I had to give her the I had to give Whitney the backstory because uh, she didn't know like how um, T'Chaka, his father, well his father died, but yeah. he died in uh, Civil War, right? The Civil War that came out I want to say last year or year before last uh, so basically it, it picked up off that he was still you know mourning mm-hmm. the death of his father and they were getting ready to you know name him you know king and of course you know we have that they're gonna say you know who wants to challenge to to become king to become king right you know and that's whoever's whoever's king they do um receive the powers that were provided by the vibranium like a heart-shaped piece of vibranium to mm-hmm. become black panther uh and that's that's that first scene where i, t- I just mentioned that uh khalil was covering her mm-hmm. and because she thought, I guess, right off the bat, that uh, at that time he was Prince T'Challa. Mm-hmm. Thought he was gonna be killed. Right. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, a lot of times during the movie, he got work. He got work. Yeah, like, he did. He wasn't that much w- without those powers. Like he wasn't that much of a skilled fighter. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, even when he had the suit on, even when he was Black Panther, he he got work a couple of times. Mm-hmm. But I think that's good. In, in these type movies because you know I've seen movies in the past where the hero is very dominant right and you know the villain is almost made to look like inferior like he can't do anything and I and that was good to see him you know vulnerable and all this stuff which is different from the previous you know Marvel films I, I would even say like as far as even like you know one of my favorite franchises like the X-Men films mm-hmm. that Marvel did um it showed perseverance right yeah. Yeah, and I, like even <laughs> when Killmonger, Michael B. Jordan's character. Yes, 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 yes. Hey, uh, hey, auntie. <laughs> was like the line <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> but yeah, even when he like threw him over, you know, I know people. Some people were like, "Oh God, he did." Now what are we gonna do? Like now, now how how is the film gonna end? Um, but it was a part of me that was just like. He gotta come back. Cause we weren't were we even halfway through the movie when that happened? Like when Killmonger challenged him. It was halfway it was through. Ha- it was halfway through so the movie. So I'm like, uh, this not even towards the end, so I know he has to come back. So Yeah, I see what you're saying. Like he there were times where he was getting his butt tapped into, like for real. Pause. Pause. But I was just like, uh he but he kept with it. He kept with it. He kept with it, yeah. Um, just, just go back. Let me go back because you just mentioned when that opening scene when they introduced Michael B. Jordan's character, Killmonger. Like you already knew, like, okay, he's the villain. But it, I didn't it, know he was the know? villain. I knew. I didn't at the point where he told the lady about the coffee. Oh, uh, okay. I knew right then. Okay. You know he's a villain. Mm-hmm. You know, and then when he knew that. Oh, Spoiler alert. I mean, he, we've already yeah. gave that disclaimer. <laughs> he knew that lady didn't know what the hell she was talking about. With those, uh, With those artifacts. artifacts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he called her on her stuff, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, like, no, it's not. You know, this is such a search from Wakanda. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, uh, he was like, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'll take that off your hands. But, you know, right. She didn't even know what he was talking about. Right. But he, know, he knew, well, we didn't know at the time. You know that he was 
of Wakanda. I guess we like, called him a Wakandian. A Wakandian, like I am. What, what was his um his African name? His name was um, I am Najabaku. Najabaku, son of. His his Nibu? dad was Najibu, Naj- something like that. Yeah, Najibu. yeah. I'm, his name was Najadaka, mm-hmm. son of Najibu, which uh, was played by Sterling Brown from This Is, from Us, this is Us, People versus OJ. Yeah, and everything yeah. else that this guy's gonna gonna do. He's an awesome actor. Um, but yeah, he um like he just knew his stuff, and it kind of. You know, I I agreed with Killmonger. I agreed with him as far as I understood where his anger was coming from. But I just right. felt like instead of trying to challenge, let's come together. We we cousins. We family. Like, you know, they right. didn't know anything well. Do you think do you think Angela Bassett knew? Or do you think, think so. okay. So think the so. only people that knew was Tajaka, Zuri and his dad who was killed. Mm-hmm. Okay. But that was only, like I said, only because, you know, his brother that was played by Sterling K. Brown was working undercover. Mm-hmm. So he thought he was helping. Um, what was the guy with the arm, Kloss? Wow. Thought he was helping him with those with those guns mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So that's why he came there or whatever. Wait, was he happening? I think he was. I think he was. And that's why Zuri was there. Right. Because Zuri was there to spy on him. To spy on him, mm-hmm. right. And I think he was working, you know. Well, his his dad pretty much like accused him. But I don't think they ever actually proved it. Right. You mean his brother. Well, yes. yeah. Yeah. He accused his brother of working with Klaus. But I don't know if they actually went into their proof. Because I guess before it could come out, you know, he tried to kill his own brother. And then, but I don't know because... How did Claw get the vibranium? He because he was working it. with. That's I think yeah, he was he working with yeah. He said only right, mm-hmm. and that's when he put two because two remember together. Wakanda is hidden beyond the trees, beyond the land. You know, mm-hmm. like you can't just see Wakanda. Like when they were right. flying in, you can't just see the city. You have to go beyond the trees and everything. So Wakanda is kind of hidden. So no one could get the vibranium unless you lived in Wakanda or you had, you know, ins and out of how to get into Wakanda. Right. So I think that's what kind of gave it away yeah. of how Claw got this, you know, how he get the vibranium. Yeah, because in turn, like he used that to make that weapon with his arm, right? Mm-hmm. That's what that was. That was from, and that's one of the reasons why they didn't want that vibranium getting out. Into, into the, the world, world. Mm-hmm. or whatever, because people wouldn't use it for what it's supposed to be used for. Right. You know, and, you know, so you can't really knock him for coming to, I guess, confront his brother because they knew if that were to continue, then it could create. It would mess everything up. Mess everything up. Mm-hmm. You know, it could possibly even end up starting a war. Mm-hmm. You know. And then it would, and then I thought that even with Killmonger saying, you know, this is what we're going to use because there's two billion people out there while y'all are over here living the life not worried about anything there's two billion people in america who needs help or you know are without resources but i felt like because they were going about it the wrong way if it would have gotten out and gotten into the wrong hands which was killmonger um wakanda would have suffered in the end as a country you know they wouldn't have been able to continue to prosper because they would have had you know like you said war and so 
other militants and other people from other countries would be attacking them to get to get that, that yeah. stuff and it would bring their country down as a whole um but i love the unity i love the wakanda forever i loved how they would do anything for their country to make mm-hmm. sure that it continued to be um so vibrant and prosperous like it was um did you have a favorite character <laughs> I hate to say it. Everybody was great. Mm-hmm. We go, we, we, we've established that plenty of times throughout this throughout this show. But I'm just going to say Killmonger. Like, I hate the fact, you know, that we won't see him I know. in a sequel. Because there was an opportunity at the end um, when um, King T'Challa used, um, used the suit against him when they were on the little railroad or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's how he was able to, to damage him, stab him or whatever. And he told him, like, I can get you. Yeah, we can still we can, help we you. We can still heal you. Mm-hmm. But he didn't want to. Right. And that powerful, uh, that powerful line. line that, that made me cry, you guys. Yeah, I was she, boohooing. She cried. I she was boohooing because I felt that in the pits of my soul. Oh, I felt that in the pits of my mm. soul. Wait, don't quote it wrong. I want you to say it right. Oh, Lord. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta quote it right now. Oh my gosh! It was yeah because I don't want you to say it wrong. <laughs> oh, you don't want me to say it wrong. Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh gosh. But yeah, they had the opportunity, you know, to heal him. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I want to say it's probably a good thing that they didn't do it because he would probably still have his own hidden agenda. Mm-hmm. You know, even if I'm not sure, even if even if he were healed. He wouldn't want want to be up under. Right. He wants that power. Right. He wants because he felt like they owed him something. Like they owed it to him because they took his. Not only they taken his father from him, but they left him in the midst of it all. Like you left me after you took my father. But that quote you were talking about um, when Black Panther off offered to heal him he said no bury me in the ocean with my ancestors that jumped from the ships because they knew that death was better than bondage my god which is a representation of the last 400 odd years of slavery like people like the slaves knew like before we hit land like i'd rather jump from this ship and drown die before i have to before i have to live in bondage like Man, that y'all, when he so, said that, <laughs> I just clutched my pearls. I wasn't wearing pearls, but I clutched my imaginary pearls and the tears started to flow because I just, I felt that like it's something that we as African-Americans have been dealing with for years and we're not even close to being free. Like we're not free. That's a whole nother show, yeah. but we're not close to being free. And we made progress or whatever, but I just still feel like we have a long way to go. And the things that we've been seeing um, within the past eight or nine years, which includes our very first black president, you know, which includes um, movements that we've been involved in as African-Americans. And then this Black Panther movie, movie that shows the power of, of our our ancestors of our blackness um well you know we're making progress but it just it really touched me when he said that and i think that was 
one of my favorite lines of the movie. To piggyback off what you just said, um, and I know this is, we're kind of branching off, but um, just I think this movie couldn't have come at a better time for our culture. Uh, with everything going on in the news, you know, so many deaths um, of African Americans, you know, with with the police, like there's so many deaths going on in various communities around here. And, you know, it puts us in a stage of where we walk out the door and next time we get pulled over, we think, hey, that may be it, you know. You know, you know I've been pulled over twice in a year and thank God you know, it didn't pan out, you know, the way it did for, you know, others. Because I was like, keep no, stay on the phone with me. You, yeah, no. You're not hanging up. Stay on the phone. You know, and those situations, you know, work themselves out. But nowadays <laughs> it's like it puts us in a sense where, you, you know, we know they have to do their job. But in a sense, we're in fear for our lives when we get pulled over. It could just be for a minor traffic violation. Mm-hmm. Headlights weren't, weren't on. Headlights were out. Whatever. We don't know. You know, and I think this movie couldn't have come at a better time, like with everything that's going on across the world and just just not with just black, with African-Americans in general, just everything, you know, with, like the, just being with, unified the, right, the, with the school shootings yeah. and the shootings in Orlando with at the gay nightclub, you know, what a couple of years ago, it just everything, Sandy Hook, everything. This it is something positive where all people can sit and watch something in in surprisingly it was so many mix of races races sitting in the theater watching this and they enjoyed a great movie you know with a predominantly black cast i think at this point we needed something positive to for two hours and 24 minutes to rid us of what's going on outside this theater mm-hmm. we needed some sort of form of release or just empowerment like I, right and and i think this movie couldn't come at a better time you know towards the middle of Black History Month, and I just think with everything going on in the world today, it was just it was just perfect. We needed something positive to to get a break from all the outside foolishness. Mm-hmm. And with it being released um, mid Black History Month, let me tell you, we did it. When I say we, I'm talking about African Americans. We did it for the culture when we showed up to watch this movie. Um, there were so many people in there. Dashikis and their African attire yes. and their oh t-shirts people and showing up like their headbands. Baby, people were coming to America. Do you hear me? <laughs> yes. Like I wore, I wore my um African, uh, mm. my African skirt. Me and Kalia, we both wore our skirts. <laughs> Kalia said, "Mommy, that lady, she keeps staring at you." I said, "Oh, it's because you know I look good in my African attire." Like. We we showed up and we showed out for the culture. And that was another thing that I, I really liked um, because this movie brought that out of us. You know, for me, I have friends, I have relatives who are very, you know how they say Afrocentric. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very in tune with their... their um, ancestry, did we say? Yeah. And I just... that. Listen, I love black. I love African. I love being an African who was born in America. I love my natural hair. I love, you know, everything about black people because we have so many different um, strong features or whatever. 
But I've never just been so like, oh, I got to get this. I got to get this dashiki. I got to get this shirt that says this. I'm just so in tune. Like, I've just never been like that. But this time around, I was like, what can I order? <laughs> what can I, I mean, I already had my skirt, so I didn't have to really order anything. But it makes me want to own more Afrocentric attire. Right. And... Remember I told you after the movie, I was like, for some reason, after watching this movie, like, I need to get on Ancestry.com and, and, and see. And, <laughs> like, I know bits and pieces of my family history, but I want to know, like, where I really came from. from. Do I come from Do you some know sorta? who you are? Right. Who you really <laughs> are? <laughs> it's like, do, do, do I belong to a certain... Tribe. African tribe from back in the day. I will. I'm, I'm curious to find out. You know. Um, you know. That could be for another show. I just don't don't know if how accurate those those are. I mean, I heard they're pretty. Are. I heard yeah. they're pretty. Well, ancestry.com. I've known people to use it. I heard they're pretty accurate. Um, it would be nice to know your your family history and to know where where you come from and exactly how many generations it could take you back because you never know right you never know because i know this name that i i'm it's almost sound like i'm quoting like malcolm x or whatever like from the movie or whatever i know this last name that i have lewis is it's not that's american mm-hmm. like i want to know where we started mm-hmm. basically mm-hmm. before we ended up with this name or whatever because there weren't any Lewises in Africa. Or what or it translates to. What, right. Like, what it yeah. means, right. What it mm-hmm. really means. So I, I could add that to my uh, to-do list for 2018 to find out. And, and that's just that's just the impact of what this, this movie can have on a yes. person where you, where you start questioning like, you know, yeah, I want to know if I'm from some, you know, some tribe or anything like that. You know, you know, only right. history we know is what we have from our parents and grandparents and great grandparents or whatever. Right. Or any history that's, you know, in pictures or whatever, you know, immortalized or whatever. Um, we need need more than that. But um. Right. Did my family live in the mountains? Right. <laughs> or did they live right. down? Right. Were they savages? Right. What were they? Like, what kind of people were they? Right. Um, and, that, and, we, and that could be another show. Like I said, that could be another show where me and Whitney both get on Ancestry, you know, pay that fee, let somebody do the research and see what they come back with. And then we share it with, with, with you all. That could mm-hmm. be a future show down the road. Um, but overall, man... Uh, Wonderful movie, wonderful movie. If you haven't seen it, I will go. You still got time. You still have time. You still have time. This movie had a budget of two hundred and forty-two million dollars. To date, they've made eight hundred and ninety-seven million dollars worldwide. Right now, it is the highest-grossing film of twenty eighteen, and it's probably going to be the highest-grossing film of twenty eighteen. So don't no other film. Don't come for Black Panther. Don't and do it. There are other big comic movies coming out <laughs> this year, but they're not going to touch this one. Uh, I think the next one in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the MCU, I think the next movie is going to be Ant-Man uh, or I think oh, no, yeah. or maybe Infinity War. I think it's Infinity War, then Ant-Man, yeah. and then uh, Deadpool 2 is going to come out, which I will be in theaters to see that. So, so we will have to see that one. And also Infinity War because the Black Panther is going to be in that one too. So we have to go 
go support. So if anything, Civil War is going to be riding off that Black Panther high, trying to okay. trying to get it while it's still hot, basically. Uh, we do have to see Deadpool. I don't know if you ever saw the first Deadpool. I'm not into comics. No. It's great. It's great. Uh, Ant-Man. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Is gonna come I did out. say I wanted to see that because I saw the preview. The first Ant-Man was pretty. Have you seen the first Ant-Man? <coughs> no. Mm. Fire stick. We get on the fire stick tonight. Well, no, probably not tonight. <laughs> Definitely not tonight. Uh, but we will see it before it comes out. And I think you're going to enjoy it. It has Paul Rudd. And Paul Rudd is pretty much funny in everything that he does. Whether he's playing a serious role, dramatic role, comedy, mm-hmm. he's he's pretty good as Ant-Man. Um, and then I need to get you caught up on We need to get you on... Uh, Civil War too when they did first introduce Black Panther. So slowly but surely I'm trying to convert my girlfriend into a comic book nerd. I don't want it. Mm. But um But I think did you, you need hear it. Huh? <laughs> I'm not listening to you. Did you hear that um Disney is coming up with a Black Panther ride at Disney World? No, I didn't. <laughs> You know, of course, they're going to ride off the high. But then again, this movie was distributed it's, by Disney. You exactly. know, Disney bought, mm-hmm. you know, some of the rights to the Marvel Cinematic yeah. Universe. So they're going to start it was producing distributed these. distributed by Disney. Right. They're going to start producing these films. Um, <coughs> so it could open the door to a lot of things that we did see in the previous Marvel Universe. But that's another show because I will bore you to death with all those nerve facts if I spit them Did out. Did you see right how now. I'm looking at you? Um, Y'all should see. They can see how they're. But how if you only saw it. But yeah, I think that's going to be freaking awesome, like, to piggyback off of the film. I mean, because think about it. You have other rides that piggyback off of other superheroes. You have the Superman ride. You have the Batman ride. You have the, the, the I think they had a Hulk, the Hulk ride or... Mm. So, I think it'll be great. I think it'd be awesome to do that or whatever. Um, and I think they said something about trying to get it um, up in in the works by the end of 2018, and that'll be cool. Cause if it'll be up by the beginning of next year, you know we're supposed to go to Disney World beginning of next year. Oh yeah, oh yeah, most definitely. That's gonna be the first ride. It'll be the first ride. Probably not, uh, but it will be on the list if they can get it up. Yeah, pause. I'll be- if they can get the ride, <laughs> pause. <laughs> but I heard Charlemagne. You know he's so crazy. He was like, oh, "Okay, they gonna have a Black Panther ride. It's gonna be the only one that's gonna be shut down because they're gonna be running properly." <laughs> I said, "Whatever, Charlemagne, right. the God." It's gonna, they gotta, they gotta treat the <laughs> Black Panther ride like, like what, like them black folks they can't never have their stuff together <laughs> like the ice cream machine and like McDonald's. the ice cream machine at mcdonald's mcdonald's well black panther probably running during tax season that's about it i'm just playing just playing right just but, kidding <laughs> other than that man um like i said if you haven't seen it please go and if you're already gone go again because we're going to and if you've already gone i'm People have gone three, go again. three to four times, like already. Right. My brother and my sister in law, they were trying to go for the third time. We were trying to go for the second time, and it was packed. So it we still packed. haven't got that second time in, but we're, we're going to work it out. We are going to go back one more time. It is that freaking good. I'm sorry, people. I'm sorry. Please support. <coughs> oh, please, please support. Please support. Do I didn't you- tell you what my favorite character was. And you need to ask. Who was your favorite character? I think my favorite character. 
sister. So dramatic. Yes. Sherry. Ah, his sister. I think she is my listen, She was great. She listen, was great. She was great. The movie doesn't tell you this, but Shuri in the movie is 16 years old. You have a 16-year-old that is operating a complete lab, a fully equipped lab by herself. Right, who does the tech, tech she work. She does all the tech work for Wakanda. Like, she was freaking awesome. Like, scientist. <laughs> Pause, what was that? <laughs> Scientific? Scientist. Hey, that's new word for the day. Science Science at its greatest. Like, she was freaking awesome, y'all. Like, I was like, man, she is incredible. I'm like, do you see this, Kalia? You can be and do whatever you want. And you can start at a young age. Like, you can have a passion at a young age. Like, don't wait until you're... 16, 17, 18, and still trying to figure out what you want to do after high school. Like, no. We need to start now. Like, what are you interested in? Like, let's go. Let's do this. So, she she was one of my favorites. Um, it's just all of the women in the movie. Like, I just really mm-hmm. have to give it up to all of the women that were in that movie. Because they were so empowered. And they were so strong. And they were, like, the biggest inspiration. Yeah, one thing I want to pick back off one thing you said about. Um, <coughs> oh, excuse me. Oh, you okay? One thing about one thing about Shuri, um, with her being so tech savvy and smart at such a young age, um, you know, in the comics, some think that she's even more so smarter than Tony Stark, who plays Iron Man. Mm-hmm. So, you know, with the Bowden scene at the end of the movie, I'm really oh man, I can I I really can't wait until. Um, Avengers Infinity War comes out because I definitely do want to see if they have some sort of interaction <laughs> Shuri and, and Tony Stark yeah. because she does end up helping design a lot of the, the tech for the Avengers and that's going to play a part into this movie as you saw mm-hmm. when she did with Bucky at the, at the end mm-hmm. you know in the comics he has his arm she's going to design that mm-hmm. she's going to design that and I want I'm just curious to see if that has to be in the movie because they would introduce that if it wasn't going to be That's in the movie. True. So she's going to be working with them too. So in a sense, yeah, she's in a position where she want to take Wakanda to the next level, mm-hmm. but she's going to do so much more than that, especially at the end because she's going to be based in California now with the um, when with the uh, I guess the, the the buildings that he purchased where he was trying to use some of their tech to better the community mm-hmm. or whatever so um, I'm just really excited to see how that's going to play out when they do um, introduce it or when they do <laughs> meet each other in Infinity War like what, what the interaction is going to be so six weeks we will be back um, watching Avengers Infinity War because we're going to have two characters from the Black Panther maybe even more you know, we don't know. Uh, we do know he's coming back. Mm-hmm. Black Panther will be in there, so I'm pretty sure some of the cast will be in there as well, in small, you know, roles, so to say. Um, yeah. So she was. She was very. She innovative. was your favorite character for yeah. the movie. Very innovative. Loved her. <clears throat> Who didn't you like in the movie? To be honest, there's no one that I did not like. Um, I thought I wasn't going to like 
Mbaku, which mm. was the one who challenged him for right. the throne in the beginning. I thought I wasn't going to like him, but I ended up liking him yeah. a lot, especially when <laughs> when Everett tried to speak and <laughs> they were barking at him. Like, don't you speak? Right. How dare you come to my, my territory trying to talk, white man? Like, you're not allowed to talk. Um, but I actually ended up liking him because he came through. Right, he, came he really did. He, he he put his differences to the side when they they he found um, King T'Challa mm-hmm. and and kept him pretty much alive, alive for the most right. part, you know, mm-hmm. because anybody who was probably jealous probably would have just let him die. That's true. And he put that to the side, which showed, you know, even though he did lose the challenge, <laughs> he was he was still um, mature enough to handle that defeat and whatever. So and I. And and that's that's another character that I would like to see come mm-hmm. back or whatever and play a bigger part whenever the sequel comes out because I think he'll be a vital person just like he showed up at the end right. with, the, with the big boss battle. Um, I would love to see more of him in this sequel, you know, as a, as an ally. Mm-hmm. When I think he will be, I, I think he will be a strong ally mm-hmm. for him eventually. Um, I guess I. If, if I had to pick one that I didn't like, like for real, I guess it would have to be the guy from Get Out. Who was, oh, um, Daniel. Uh, I can't really pronounce <laughs> his last name, but yeah. Yeah. Like, he turned so he quick. He turned so quick. Like, where's your loyalty? Everybody else was loyal but you. Right. You turned so mm. quick. He's still in the sunken place, so we have to forgive him. Yeah, that, we do. You know? you know, he's trying to get out. He's trying to crawl out of it, but... Sorry, it's been over. Yeah, he, t- he turned quick. I was really surprised. <clears throat> I was really surprised. But you know quick. what I was thinking? Like, he had these thoughts all along. He just couldn't say anything because he didn't have anybody to back him up. And Killmonger was like his voice. Mm-hmm. His voice because, mm-hmm. right, he felt voiceless. He couldn't speak up, but he got mm-hmm. somebody that could speak up for him. Mm-hmm. And his whole attitude changed now that he had somebody that could speak up for him. He was standing up to it, you know, and talking back and everything. And I was just like... Like I'm not surprised. Right. I'm not surprised. Um, you know. Yeah. He 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 really did surprise me. Um, again, uh, as we get ready to close, people go see this movie. Mm-hmm. Go see this movie. Comment on the Facebook page what you thought of the movie. Contact Whitney at Gmail at Whit Wednesdays. Let her know. Hey. Just say, hey, I just saw the movie. I'm ahead of the Facebook. Look out for my cover. Whatever you gotta do. Tell us tell us what you all thought of the movie. And if uh you know we have time on the next show, we can address some of those uh those comments of what you all thought. Mm-hmm. Uh get it out there. Um any final Yeah, and um also I know that we had some uh some comments <laughs> Or some questions like, where's where's the show? Where's Because I know we missed last week. Uh, we missed the mm-hmm. last week of February. And we definitely want to apologize about that. But sometimes life happens, you guys. And we are going to try our best to post each and every Wednesday. We're really going to try our hardest to post. And we really appreciate you all being concerned. We really appreciate you all um, listening and liking and sharing and commenting. Um, It makes this process for us so much easier. And we're just really appreciative for all the uh, support. So definitely be patient with us. If there's a week that we miss, um, 
we're not just missing just because it's really something that that has us like tied up or whatever so thank you again for all the support remember to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell another mother loving friend about rolling conversations all right good people you heard it from whitney i'm Derek, and i'm whitney j we're out